Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Hollywood Podcast, covering the latest in film, TV, streaming, and social media. I'm your host, Max Geshwind. Stay tuned for today's episode. I'm so excited to be joined by director Kevin Lewis, who most recently directed Willy's Wonderland with Nicolas Cage and, of course, Mina Suvari, who we all obviously know and love from shows such as Six Feet Under, American Horror Story, as well as films like the American Pie franchise and American Beauty, the later for which earned her a SAG Award and a BAFTA nomination for supporting actress. And now they're both out with their latest film, The Accursed, which follows a young woman hired to by Mina's character of Alma to take a temporary caregiver job for an elderly patient who, um, before we know it, we realize harbors a demonic presence hiding inside of her. Um, I just saw the film the other day. Congratulations to you both on its release. It was such a wonderful, terrifying film. And thank you for joining me, Mina and Kevin. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So, Kevin, I'd love to start with you. Um, how did you find this script from Rob Kennedy, who um, wrote this story, and what gravitated you to wanting to um, tell it on screen? So, uh, a producer, uh, George Lee, uh, sent it to me, and um, I read it, and I immediately fell in love with it, and I just thought it was just a fantastic, kind of a, a little departure from Willie's. Um, I was looking to do something different, I think. As artists, we need to challenge ourselves a little bit. And I just I want to do something a little more serious, a little more darker, um, a little more edge to it. And I read the script and I thought it was fantastic. I love the characters. I love the themes of it. Um, so, yeah, that's what excited me about it. And then as a follow up, because Mina's here with us, I'd love to um, hear from you on um, what you saw in Mina for this character of Alma. What made you think of uh, Mina Suvari for this role? I want to hear this too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, first of all, uh, Mina is an amazing actress. So there you go. And um, I thought it was a really cool idea because I didn't see, I, I know she did some little horror movies, but I didn't see a lot of them. So I was like, you know, I think it'd be really, I love, I love casting against type a little bit. And, you know, in this industry, and we've talked about it before, Mina too, about how, it's so it's a creative industry, but yet so many people are just limited in their thinking. And I, I wanted to just do something out of the box. So I felt Mina would be great as Alma. I just felt it in my gut. And of course, when we talked for the first time, it was it was natural and it was it was organic and it was the way it was meant to be. So and I wanted to follow up on that because you mentioned Mina's work in horror. And Mina, we definitely have seen this um sharp turn towards the horror genre in your career as of late. Was this a concerted effort on your end on, you know, wanting to start getting involved in this space? Or is this sort of where the projects started coming from for you? And then specifically with the accursed, what made you want to take on this character of Alma? What attracted you so much to the character? Yeah, I mean, I've always loved this genre. I've always loved horror, especially the supernatural element. Um, my whole life. Um, and I mean, earlier in my career, I worked on Carrie too. Um, it's probably like one of my first like ventures into this genre. Um, but I don't, I don't know. It's always just been something that really fascinates me. I guess I was surprised when, <laughs> when this project came to me, I thought, wow, you know, how, how do they see me? It felt like the most intense thing I think I'd ever read as far as, you know, what my character was going to 
have to undergo. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, there's, there's something that I can't really um, put my finger on. I try to be very open um, in how I live my life and what comes to me um, in my work life. I like that artistic dance. It's really interesting to me, like how others see me. I feel like I learned so much about myself through that process. And at the end of the day, we're making art and it's fun. So um, yeah, it was just sort of surprising when this project came to me, but I love this genre. I'm a huge fan of obviously everyone involved and it just felt like really kind of surprising, but exciting to be thought of for Alma and, and different, much more intense than anything that I'd ever done. But again, like what Kevin was saying, you know, the, the richness to this story, you know, at the center of all of it, you know, this woman just so, you know, done wrong and, you know, brokenhearted and, and how um, she's really just trying her best at the end of the day. But um, it just felt like something really exciting. Although I was a little, nervous at first about, you know, some of the things that Alma would have to do, but um, I don't know. I don't know if I have like that answer as to why I like those things, but it was just like, I thought this would be really, really cool to be a part of. And it's been nothing but awesome. You know, I, I love the whole collaborative effort that goes into everything. This every step of the way of making this movie was nothing but fun. Yeah. And like you said, we saw sort of the little seedlings of your involvement in the horror genre many years ago with that Carrie sequel. So now to see all these years later, you grow in prominence and gain a foothold in this genre through all these projects you've been in over the last few years has been great to see. And The Accursed only um, adds to that great work that you have in this space. Um, Kevin, I wanted to switch gears and talk about some of the technical aspects of this film, which I just find fascinating. The first of which is the music. Um, obviously, there's key symbolism where, there with the vinyl record. I don't want to get too much into it and spoil too much. Um, and But then obviously the last scene where there's a certain song that's um, really emphasized. Um, can you speak to the importance that you felt music needed to have on this story? Oh, absolutely. Um, if you look about, you talk about the vinyl record, everything's kind of in the past, right? And, and that's because she's living in the past and living in the guilt with her mother. So, you know, figuratively and 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 literally right and so the record was a very big component emwa who did the songs and he did two songs for the movie he also did willies and he was the voice of willie he and i you know we were great collaborators we become really good friends and he was one of the first guys i actually sent the accursed script to and said hey what do you think we should do this together and he read it and he's like absolutely and he was so excited about it um, so yeah, he worked on that song and we had that song before we shot the movie because we needed it, of course, for the, for the scenes. And it was really cool because I could give it to Mina and I gave it to Sarah and they could like get in the mindset of, of, of that song. Um, and that's very important, you know, uh, so it was great. And he did that on Willie's too. He did the song before the, the whole commercial Willie's Wonderland song. So he's fantastic. And he got a lot of different instruments from uh, different countries uh, and, and really just worked on the score and made it very sonic and made it very uh, is emotional score. And yet it's got a little like Danny Elfman kind of a fun vibe to it. 
he wrote that main theme before I shot the movie. He gave it to me. He's like, I don't know. What do you think? You know, I was like, amazing. So I kind of, if you look at the credits, which is kind of interesting of our movie, it tells the whole story. And if you watch those credits, it's, it's like an Easter egg to the movie. And then what happens at the very end of those credits, it rewinds. And then now we start our story. So if you pay attention to that credit sequence, it kind of shows exactly what's going to happen and with the accursed, like an old book, you know, and that's what Emwa does with his music too. He just is a, it's, it's, it's just part story, right? His music just tells the story, just like what Mina does and, and we all do on the film. It just really helps it and, and makes it, uh, music is very important to me. And I think it's very important to uh, movies in general. And I think that for, for me, uh, the, the, the music and the accursed, especially with the album and just the overall score and the demonic v uh, verb, you know, the verb, the, the uh, bass for the demon and all that, all that ties into kind of an, uh, what we're talking about with the theme of the movie, you know, um, because if you hear that demon bass and things, that's the sound of evil, right? Like every time you hear that, there's, you know, something's amiss and you hear that song. It's like the mother kind of haunting and calling back to Ellie and things like that. So, and then of course the end. So yeah, music's very important. Mm -hmm. And something else that I would assume was as just as important is the use of practical effects specifically with the demon. And for someone like myself, who's the viewer, and I think I can speak for a lot of other people that have seen the film. It's just so satisfying to see practical effects being employed instead of what we're seeing nowadays, which is just the dominance of CGI. And while I assume you obviously did use CGI as well, it was yeah. so great to see the demon in that way, which we see less and less of over time in film. Can you speak to the importance of um, deciding upon going that route with the demon? Yeah, I love practical effects. Um, there's something, again, tactile, and you can just touch it and feel it, and it's old school. And we were making kind of an old school vibe movie kind of a, in, the, in the heart of the 70s. So I always just felt we needed practical effects as much as possible. So we had cinema makeup school, and they did the whole demon outfit with uh, Troy James, who's a contortionist, and he was the demon. Um, I'll let Mina speak about how Troy was. I mean, he, he was fantastic. Uh, but uh, in terms of the suit, we did the suit and then we augmented with VFX with the flies and the flames and things like that. So I, I'm a big believer in practical effects. And then you use VFX to paintbrush and just add a little touch here and there. If you can get away with it, of course it takes time on set, you know, practical effects, but I don't know that's just me. I grew up with the seventies and eighties movies and that's what I love. And I get excited about that to me is real movie making. Um, there was a whole thing about, you know, fix it and post back in the day. That was like the death nail, right? You hear, Oh, it's fix it and post. And then you hear, okay, well the movie's not gonna be very good. Now I feel like everything's fix it and post, you know? So I kind of like to try to do it on the set organic where we can see it, we can feel it, we can touch it, you know? Um, so that's kind of where I come from, but in terms of the demon, you know, Mina could talk about Troy, what, what a wonderful guy he was. Yeah. Can you share what that experience was like working opposite Troy as the demon? I was God, everything. I mean, he's, he's such a beautiful inspiration as a human. Um, but he, he's terrifying at the same time. <laughs> like his capability was um, mind blowing. I mean, and, and just, I mean, he would be with us for hours getting into each, you know, piece of, of, of his 
you know, suit. And um, he's so patient. He's such a beautiful person. So lovely. Yeah. Um, and so fun, just warm hearted. And then he just is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> I wanted to segue to the sources of inspiration for both of you, Mina, for your character of Alma, and then Kevin, obviously, just for directing um, the story. Um, I read that this is an ode to that era of 70s horror, and there are a lot of allusions to classic horror films. Mina, in your preparation for you know, your role of Alma. Can you speak to maybe um, inspirations or influences that you received on your character, your work um, that you saw from past films, perhaps? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I try to stay very open. It's so much about the collaborative effort. And I think that when Kevin and I, you know, we first uh, Zoomed, got together, um, <laughs> I think we identified... Uh, an, an aura of, you know, nurse ratchet in a sense, mm -hmm. you know, that maybe um, there was something there I could use as an inspiration and, and draw from. And so, um, and again, just for me, like the whole process of everything coming together, um, you know, and finally seeing the location and getting into this, you know, her wardrobe and this, headspace of hers everything just seemed very you know the focus was just tight and controlled um but that was one reference that we talked about as as being um a good inspiration for Alma mm -hmm. and Kevin did you have anything to add on influences you had when working on this um like you know the movies of the 70s we talk about you know the omen the exorcist rosemary's baby the changeling those are the movies that really inspired me it was great when I mean, to talk about Nurch Ratchet because that's one full of the cuckoo's nest. That was the 70s. So that was kind of the heartbeat of the movie always. Um, you know, I like making movies, uh, you know, stories kind of unfolding and, and kind of taking their time. And I think sometimes now we're just kind of cut, 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 fast, 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 pace, 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 you know. And I want to make a movie that let the characters breathe a little, you know. And that's what in the 70s they used to do, you know. Um, and so that was kind of very important for me for this movie. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, you know, they weren't just straight horror films, but they were films that had deeper messages and themes attached mm -hmm. to the story. And The Accursed definitely follows that where you have themes of family, generational trauma, um, you know, characters are literally facing a demon, but figuratively also, yeah. you know, yeah. you're, you're facing your own demons from your past. Can you share um, how incredibly integral those themes were into in the story, how important that was to share those messages? Yes, for me, that was the most important thing was these the, the sins of the mothers on the daughters and legacy and 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 leaving you know grief behind and how it could eat you up if you if you don't let go of it, right? And regret and just all of that. And there's things like when she in the, the the tree and nature and when you know when Sarah Demont bites that apple you know you realize okay the, she she's gonna she's gonna die you know and there's things you know biblical right and so all that stuff is in there with the tree and the blood it's like you know nature and nurture and they're just that's what was so rich to me about this script was it wasn't just kind of some hack and slash horror movie it really dug got in the weeds on things and. That's what excited me most about it. And again, working with Mina, that's what she loved about it too. We just really connected on all these themes. And, you know, and I think, you know, we're both parents 
and see my kids, you know, and I, I think to myself, you know, generation and legacy and things like that. And what, what, you know, I don't want them to do and, and, you know, follow in my footsteps, but then learn from my mistakes, you know, and, 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 and things like that. And that movie the the accursed the you know, the sad thing is, is those, you know, the characters are not learning from their mistakes, their parents' mistakes, they're following in their footsteps. And the thing is, we need to have a conversation about that, about like, you know, seeing therapy, you know, talking about it. And I think we're in a better position now than we ever have been with that. But I think there's a good conversation to be had uh, that we cannot let our demons overtake us because at the end of the day, we're going to have to face them one way or the other, you know, and a friend of mine always said, it doesn't catch up to you till it catches up to you. And that's the accursed. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, that is for, a perfect tagline. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, for my last question, I do want to ask about upcoming projects that you've already worked on and are about to come out or will come out. You're about to work on soon. Um, Mina, I know that you're, we still have a lot more horror coming from you um, in the near future. Um, Breakwater, where you're starring opposite Dermot Mulroney, The Dresden Sun opposite Christina Ritchie. And then one I'm personally excited about because you're opposite someone who's so, um, you know, prominent in the Halloween franchise as, you know, Laurie Strode's um, relative, Danielle Harris in Anne with Love. So can you just share a little bit about what we have to expect from your character and also these um, stories that you'll share with us soon? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but you know, you mentioned them. I mean, Breakwater and... Um is not horror at all. Dresden oh. Sun is much more sci-fi. And then um, I also have Reagan coming out, which is biopic playing Jane Wyman. So they're all very different. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know dates on any of them, but they'll be coming out hopefully soon. And I'm excited and grateful to be part of them. Mm -hmm. And Kevin, I believe uh, Oak, which is in post-production. Yeah. We should hopefully yeah. see soon. And then Dark County. Uh, I don't know if you're currently filming that or. Yeah. So I've got Oak and I'm on post right now on that and it's coming along well. Um, and I've kind of been just really focused on that right now, but I have some other projects I'm working on, um, some horror projects, sci-fi, and there's just all fun stuff. Hopefully me and I'll work together again soon someday. You know, I'm looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, just a lot going on and keeping, you know, just excited that the accursed is out. You know, that was a labor of love for all of us. I mean, you know, we were, we just wrapped a year ago uh, shooting it and now it's out so it's like wow time flies fast you know so but we're very happy about it so and you alluded to working with Mina again and obviously spoiler alert so pause here if you haven't seen the film but I mean that last scene really does open itself up to a, to a sequel um do we yeah. expect a, a future in this world of the accursed a continuation of this story you know, it was pretty cool because I did an interview the other day and they said the same thing. Oh. They're like, it's, it's a sequel. You can do it. They're, they're all alive. Yeah. I was like, hmm, oh. Dr. Rob about that. But it was like, no. No, I'm up for anything. <laughs> Poor Alma, you know. Poor Alma, right? Poor Alma, but yeah. there's that, she has that one tiny little moment. There's a tiny moment where you're like, oh, poor Alma. But then yeah. very quick. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the burns. That That's what really gave me the sympathy for her no to me character. it was when the demon didn't do what she wanted and i was like oh true on. or you that know, she, just, she just hoped she just tried so hard it's like what kevin was saying you know it, it'll eat you up you know and it'll catch up with you like she just couldn't let it go 
Mm -hmm. a perfect example of it. just completely lost it trying to make something happen Mm -hmm. that never would. And there was just this one moment where she's like, take her, you know, and it's not working. And I just, I felt bad for her just, just for a slice there, you know, (laughs) there we go. So there's an opening there (laughs) for a sequel, basically. Um, Well, Mina, Kevin, thank you both so much for your time. Again, congratulations. Such a haunting and terrific movie. Um, And we have so much more to look forward to from each of you in terms of your work. So thank you so much for your time. Thank Thank you you. for having us. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please take a moment to subscribe to The Hollywood Podcast for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Max Geshwind. Thanks for listening.